Welcome to Walk It Out with Trisha Goyer, where I share inspiring stories of ordinary people who walk out God's Word and discover radical results along the way. friends, I am super excited about today's guest. It is Ellie Holcomb. Now you may have heard her name before if you're familiar with Christian music. Ellie is one of our family's favorite singers. Her CD, The Red Sea Road, really brought a lot of healing to our family, especially to my girls after adoption. It talks about a lot of songs that talk about God is there even through the hard places. He takes us through the Red Sea Road and walks with us and my kids really love the CD and they were so excited when they found out that I would be interviewing Ellie. Today we're talking about her new CD, Sing Creation Songs. It's beautiful, it's scripture rooted, it's a children's musical project that fits perfectly with all Ellie believes. And what I love about this interview is Ellie shares about how her kids were involved. She first started with a book, a children's book, which we'll also be talking about, and how she would go and she would read it to her kids. And depending on how they interacted is how she continued with the story. And then the songs came and she would sing them and sing them over her kids and they got involved too. So I love that how God uses us to bless the children in our lives, but he also uses the children in our lives to inspire our work. You know, I wouldn't be the author that I am today without the kids in my life as I'm working with them, training with them, trying to be a good mom, learning to have patience. All these things have changed me as a person and as a writer, even the topics that I write about, the books that I write about, wouldn't be wouldn't happen without my kids. In fact, my newest book, Calming Angry Kids, which is something I never thought I would have to write, one of my daughters said, you're welcome. And I said, what do you mean? Well, if we weren't so angry, you wouldn't have a book to write, which I like didn't really know what to say to that, but it's so true. But what I love is that our kids change us into be more Christ-like because we have to turn to God. We have to turn to him with our hopes, with our dreams, with our desires for our kids. We bring them to God in prayer and we are changed in the process. But I know that you will be so inspired to hear Ellie talk about her new book and her new songs. So here's Ellie. Well, I am so excited to have Ellie Holcomb on Walk It Out today, and we're going to be talking about her new book, Who Sang the First Song, and the wonderful music that goes with it. So welcome, Ellie. Hi, it's so good to be here with you. Okay, so I know I'm supposed to be interviewing you, but I have to start with the story first. <laughs> so, okay, I love it. <laughs> um, my, my husband and I have 10 kids, and we've adopted seven of them, um, and the last Four were a sibling group of four girls ages 11 to 14, and we finalized adoption in 2016. So they've only been with us a couple years, and we've had a lot of just a hard issues with them. But when we got the Red Sea Road CD, 
that has brought so much healing to them. Um, we were doing a lot of trauma therapy and every day on the way to trauma therapy, they were listening to the Red Sea Road. So it's just like so meaningful um, to us as a family. And so we're super excited too about your new book and your new CD. Oh, thank you. Thanks for sharing that too. That's so sweet. I love that so much. And I love that you have 10 children. That is amazing. <laughs> well, we were just, I was just looking with some of them. We were looking at your Instagram photos of your kids and your new baby and oh, the best Halloween costumes ever. Oh, with the Mary Poppins. I, we have been, you know what? I, that was my little girl like leads the way on Halloween. She always wants to do a family costume, which I am totally in for. And she chose Mary Poppins this year, which is so great because we've just been singing Mary Poppins songs a lot, which is a very pleasant thing to sing. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it's my favorite. I love that movie. It's been interesting too, you know, to, well, Right now, I don't know if this is okay to say, but today's like voting day. And so it's been, uh, I don't know if this will release on voting day, but the day we're recording it, people can vote. And my little girl and I have been talking about suffrage um, because of that sister suffragette song. So she was like, what is she marching about? And I was like, <laughs> the women's right, women's right to vote. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, women couldn't always vote. It started some really good conversations. So I'm really, really grateful for the freedom that we have in our country Absolutely. to use their voice. Yeah, and even <laughs> Disney movies can, like, bring up all these wonderful conversations. Isn't that funny? Like, she's, I was like, Emily, women, you know, haven't always been considered equal to men, and they didn't always get to vote. And she was like, that's crazy. I was like, <laughs> it is crazy. I was like, so we need to be really thankful that we can vote now. So. Wow, oh, I love that so much. So we were just, I was just sitting down with my little kids. My little kids are not as little as yours. They're 8, 8, and 11. And I'm like, I have a new book where I'm going to be interviewing this author today. And I have a book. I want you guys to read it to me. And my 11 year old picked up. She's like, Ellie Holcomb. I know her. I know her songs. And so it was so fun. She's like, she writes books too. And so we got to talk about that. So I would just love to hear like how this launched, how this got planted in your heart and how you came across like writing this book and coming up with these wonderful songs. Sure. Absolutely. So, um, the book started for me with my little girl, Amy Lou. She's, she was four at the time. She's about to turn six this Friday, but she, um, just as kids do in passing, always asking questions. She was like, Hey mom, who sang the first song? And I was like, oh, that is a great question, Emilio. And you know, sometimes you may not have an answer on the top of your head as a parent. Um, so you just go, that is a great question. What do you think? Who do you think sang the first song? And Emilio goes, mm-hmm, Dolly Parton. <laughs> Dolly Parton is who she gets. <laughs> she is a Tennessee girl through and through. Um, but in light of her answer, I was like, I may need to do a little research on this. So I... Um, set off on a treasure hunt of sorts and um, referenced one of my favorite authors, Sally Lloyd-Jones, who is the author of the Jesus Storybook Bible. Are you familiar yes, with that? Yes, love it. Yes, we Love it so much. And then she has a family devotional called Thoughts to Make Your Heart Sing. And I love both of those books. I love Sally. She's a friend of mine. We've partnered together on um, on a tour and on a project together before. And so she uses this beautiful imagery of, um, of the creation story. She always says that God sang the earth into being for the joy of it. 
And I've always loved that image of God singing the earth into being, but I called her since she's a friend of mine and I said, Sally, is this like a theologically based concept or is this just like a beautiful metaphor that God gave you? And she sent me to a Tim Keller podcast of a sermon that he did on Genesis chapter one, where he explores not so much, you know, how God made the world, but why he made the earth. And he talks about Genesis chapter one being written in the form of an archaic Hebrew poem and just says, why would God, you know, kind of in a way, the cadence of the very first thing we see in scripture is like in the form of a song. And why would God, you know, like the first thing that we read in scripture about the creation story, why would it be in the form of a poem? Why would he do that? And he says that he believes it's because God intended all of creation and every single one of us, his kids that he's made, to sing the extravagant song of his love and his faithfulness. And I just loved that. And um, and so the book does what kids do. It asks a lot of questions while loosely following the creation story. And my hope is that it will help kids and, you know, the grownups in their lives know who they are and whose they are and what they were made for. Yeah. And I love that. And even as I finished reading it to my kids, it talks about, you know, each of us were created with this song that we were made to sing. And I mean, we start the conversation, which is what you know, a perfect book does is it starts the conversation after you close the last page. It's like, what do you think you were created for? What do you think you were created for? And it's such a wonderful thing that we can talk to kids and go back to Psalm 139. Like even when you were in your mother's womb, God had a plan for you. And my kids, you know, younger seven are adopted. But I could say, you know, even though that wasn't your forever mommy, that God had a place and a plan for you and a song for you, even though he knew you would someday be in our family. And so it just brought up such wonderful conversation. Oh, my goodness. You were just literally that is such an answer to prayer, because that is what my hope for the book was, that it would that it would begin conversations with kids and the adults in their lives. Cause I think all of us wonder, what are we here for? Like, what was I made for? And I love that, that this idea that we, before original sin and the fall, there was original blessing and we were made like by a creative God who intended for us to, to be co-creators with him in some sense, to use the gifts that, that he's given us to, to, create beauty and light and, and even a fallen world. And so this idea of kids and adults having these conversations about how, how did God make you to sing? How did he, what gifts is he giving you that you can share with this weary old world that we live in, uh, that could be echoes of, of, of a goodness and a love that is always present and that will one day restore everything to its true and rightful place. Yeah, I love that so much. And um, I would love to hear, I know you have, you know, these beautiful little kids at home. So did they get involved in this process um, as you were working on the book? Yes. So I um, specifically wrote some words that they could join in on, like roar and boom. And because literally, I think my my two-year-old at the time, he's three now, he was communicating mainly with us through roars. And so they always <laughs> love, they always love, you know, being able to participate in a book. And so I wanted to make sure I had some like onomatopoeia. I used to be an English teacher. So I wanted to make sure to have some, some, some words in there that they could participate 
right in. And then, um, it was so fun. Um, as I wrote the music, you know, I wrote, a. uh, song that actually is this is the melody of the book. I was driving around in my minivan one day running errands in Nashville. I had written the book and all of a sudden this melody hit me and I was just like, oh my goodness, this is the song to the book, which feels so appropriate because it's about singing. And so um, I wrote that and then wrote a bunch of other songs um, to sing because I, I wanted to, creation is like just constantly reminding me when I look outside, I'm constantly reminded of who God is and of how he loves us. And I love that he wrote that into the stars, the darkness and the light and, and the way the seasons work. We're in fall right now and things are going to look dead for a while, but new life is going to spring forth. And so God has written like the resurrection story into creation. And so I wanted, um, to write songs for, for my kids and then for other kids, um, that would, would be full of truth from scripture, but also songs where they could be looking out the window of the car or walk outside of their home and see evidence of the truths that they were singing. And so I would come home with my kids, um, to my kids when I would write for this record and I would sing the songs for them and I would wait to see, you know, I would sing it once through and then, you know, let the rest of the night go by. And if the kids weren't singing what I had sang to them earlier in the night, I would just think I need to do better. So they were like my little test audience. I wanted to write songs that would carry truths, big truths for little hearts that would be easy for them to sing and remember. And so if they didn't sing it later on in the night, I, I just was like, I need to write a better song. I need to write a better melody that's going to stick in their heads. And so they were my little test audience for the songs. And then they also got to be written. My, my wonderful illustrator, um, she drew them into the pages. So they're on the cover, Emmylou and Huck are on the cover. And she actually even drew, a, I, we had the, our baby, the, the littlest baby in our family, Rivers. He was born, I think about in the same month that the book was released. And so she took a guess at what he would look at, look like and put him in one of the pictures too. Oh, wow. Now what about the one in the meadow? Cause the little girl dancing in the meadow, I'm like, that looks like her daughter. <laughs> so sweet. Yes. Emmylou claims that that is her. <laughs> And it looks just just like her, but Emmylou and Huck, she I sent her pictures of my children, and she is such a gifted illustrator. And she drew them; they're on the cover. And then Emmylou and Huck, and then Baby Rivers are on the um, scene where the thunder's going boom. They're in the house. Oh yeah. So it's been such a joy. And then they're on the last page as well. So oh, it is I love just, that. It's been really fun for them. I'm like, this is not normal, kids. But yes, you're in a children's book now. <laughs> And I love the, my favorite illustration is the one with all the like apple blossoms, um, that page and the little bunny rabbit. Yes. Yes. I, I think that's my favorite too. Yeah. My 11 year old, she flipped to that page and she's like, I love this book. She just loved, I mean, that, that just that illustration just released it after her, which I think is just so fun when kids connect with the words and the illustrations and everything all together. That's so sweet. It is. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I wanted it to be a quick read because I've got younger kids right now. And sometimes, you know, at bedtime, they're ready to go to bed and, and we need, you know, something that's going to move right along. Yes. <laughs> Tonight, for the longer stories, we're starting to read chapter books as well, but it's also nice to have a shorter option. So, I definitely had that in mind. When I was writing. Well, you mentioned you were an English teacher. So do you think, I mean, do you have more books that you're planning to write? I hope so. I have a whole lot of ideas that I hope to kind of 
flesh out over the years. I never really knew that I would be doing this. It kind of stumbled into writing books, but I, it has been such a wonderful kind of whimsical process. And so I'm hoping to continue writing them. Mm, I love that so much. I mean, there's also, I mean, looking at all the other creation songs, I'm, I'm thinking there could be some wonderful books pulled out of even those too. Yes. Yeah. That is actually where I'm hoping to kind of base. Yeah. That's actually where a lot of the ideas are coming from. So we're working on, I'm working on one right now, uh, with in the fear, not, or the do not worry. We're kind of, I'm, I'm fleshing those out and exploring those and it's been such fun. So those are in process right now. Yeah. I love that. Well, now I know you mentioned you just have the new little baby. Um, and then one of the questions I get just cause I'm writing books and podcasting and have these kids, um, for those women out there that just want to follow their dreams, but they think, you know, I don't have time. I have these little kids at home. What encouragement would you have for them? Oh, I love that. Well, well, just number one, know that you're not alone in being afraid of that. Um, I <laughs> am like totally a reluctant musician. Um, I actually quit. I was in my husband's band for eight years, took our little girl, Emmy Lou, the oldest on the road at, when she was two weeks old. And by the time she was six months, she'd been to 32 states and Canada. <laughs> Oh, wow. which is crazy. So, um, I, I actually decided like by the time she was a year old and walking that she didn't need to be in a car seat for like six hours a day in a van. So I actually quit my husband's band to be a stay at home mom and was writing all of these songs really on the side. And I thought that they were all, I really thought that they were just for me. I was memorizing scripture with a friend of mine who battled depression and God's word was like changing us. But, um, I'm really bad at memorizing scripture. <laughs> So I was trying to write some of these truths from God's word into songs because I can remember a song really easily. And so I just was writing these, what I thought was just going to be for me and for my friend. And um, since the Lord saying, would you share these with other people? And that scared me because um, I know that there's a cost to there's a cost to when God asks you to go out and do something. I mean, you know, this just taking the time to write and to carve out, you're like, man, that's hard sometimes to figure out how to balance that. But, um, I am, I think at the end of the day, the invitation to use the gifts that God has given me, um, to share them with the world, no matter what that looked like, I, I think I'm so glad that I didn't let fear keep me from using and operating in those gifts. Um, it felt like he was asking me to step out, you know, into, into the abyss, kind of like the Indiana Jones scene where he's like about to step out and you're like, surely I'm going to die. If I do this, that's how scared I was to write and share the songs that I had been writing. And, um, it has been so sweet to see as I've stepped out, like it, it has felt like the ground has risen up underneath my feet. And, and to know, I would just say to, to be faithful with the gifts that he's given you, whatever they are, He's given you those gifts for a reason. And not only are they for, for your benefit, but for the benefit of others. And that may be one other person and that may be the kids in your own home. And that may be a, a lot of other people. But I think it is a beautiful thing for kids to see their parents operating and using the gifts that God has given them. Like that's a really important, beautiful thing too. And for you to take time or carve out time to do that. Um, isn't selfish. It's it's part of who God made you to be. And for kids to see you doing that is a really beautiful thing. Um, and in the same breath, I will say the balance of 
being a musician and a mom, I mean, that is, there is a tension there for sure. And so I think just what the most beautiful thing that we can do is bring the gifts that God has given us and, and hold them with really open hands and say, God, you show me where to use these and the seasons to lay them down and the seasons to pick them up and to get our marching orders from him, not like what everybody else is doing. Like our, we don't have to look like everybody else's life on Instagram. We want to be surrendered, give surrendered yeses to the, um, to where he's asking us to go. I, I think that's my goal as, as balancing the mom and the work thing. I just want to say yes to wherever he wants me to be. Yeah. And I think, I mean, just this, this, book and this CD and these songs are just evidence of, you know, this is a blessing to your kids too. You know, there's other kids out there that are going to be blessed by it, but your kids get to hold the book in their hands and sing the songs. And I, I love what you said that, you know, we want to show our kids what it's like to follow God. Right. Right. And it is hard. I mean, there's, and that there's a cost to that sometimes, you know, like it is, it's like, I, I think we, yeah. Anyway, we tell my husband tells my little girl, you know, she'll get sad if we have to leave. Um, you know, for work we go, we leave and we go play concerts in other places that aren't home. And sometimes we take her kids, but not always. And and whenever she gets sad about that, we say, Emily, we're leaving and we're going to do the things that God has asked us to do and given us opportunity to do because one day He has given you gifts and He yeah. has given you beautiful things that that he's going to want you to share with the world. And so we're saying yes and going to do this because today and then one day when you get older, we want you to say yes to use the gifts that God has given you and to be willing to give a surrendered yes to where he's leading you to go. And uh, I think that's a beautiful thing to kind of give kids. And I think that's part of this book. I want kids to know that that each of them, there's no like junior Holy Spirit, you know, like they they have gifts that they can already be sharing with the world, beauty and light and life um, into this dark and weary world. Um, and, and God made them to do that. And so what fun, what adventures is he inviting them into? I think sometimes we can almost become child-centered where it's all about doing everything for the kids and instead turn it around and saying there's a world out there that needs our messages, that needs our songs, that needs hope that we can share. Um, and we need to be the ones to, to give it to them. I mean, that's what we were made for, right? Like his kingdom coming. It's like, Lord, how do you want us to be a part of that? And so it's been a really sweet thing. I just... Um, this past weekend, I, we do a lot of work with International Justice Mission, uh, and I love the work that they're doing. And it's kind of, I mean, they're in some dark corners of the earth setting slaves free. And um, while we, you know, don't share the, all the details of what that looks like with our kids, they do understand that, that man, there are some kids out there who don't get to be kids, who don't get to play, who don't get to go to school. And um, they want to be a part of helping in that. And so Emily was like, mom, let's have a hot chocolate stand and raise money for IJM. And just this idea of like, yes, let's go do that. Is that a lot of work for me as your mother? Yes, it is. <laughs> but I want to support that and, and say that is a beautiful idea. And obviously we can't do that every day. We can't have hot chocolate stands every day. But but for this idea of being like, yes, Emily, Lou, that is a beautiful thing that you can do. And you can tell other people about the work of IJM. That is a, that is a beautiful thing. And so it's been a really, it's been humbling for me as a mom, as I invite her into saying, you know, use your gifts to be like, okay, I need to support this too. <laughs> so 
Um, it has been, yeah, it's just been a really fun journey. I feel like I'm learning as much from my kids as, as maybe I'm teaching them. Yeah. Oh, I, that's so true. And as a mom of older kids, I have three kids that are adults and one's a children's pastor and one's a missionary. And my third's a college student, but he just had his first novel published. And, you know, I felt so guilty all those years, like dragging them along. I helped start a crisis pregnancy center years ago. And I just like, I'm the worst mom ever. They're here folding baby clothes while other kids are playing. But it ended up being like the best thing for them just to see that there's needs out there that we can really take apart and join in and help others. That's it, man. And I love, I mean, it's walk it out like that. I I was thinking about uh, how I learned to pray. Um, as a kid and my mom didn't sit down and give me a lesson on how to learn to pray. We certainly like read scripture. We learned the Lord's prayer, but the way I learned to pray was my mom prayed all the time, all the time before we left the house, before we left on trips, when we were upset, when she was stressed out, when the dinner got burned, she just launched into prayer. And so she didn't like just sit down and teach me lessons about prayer. She just prayed. She walked it out in front of me. And so um, what a humbling, like, and wonderful and kind of exciting challenge as a parent is like, okay, just live this out in front of them um, and invite them into the beautiful story that God invites us into of being part of his kingdom coming. For myself. So Ellie, thank you so much for being here. I'm just so excited about the music and the book, and I just cannot wait to share it with more parents. It's going to be perfect for Christmas. So I'm going to be sharing it all over. Thank you so having me today and thank you for what you do and connect with you online where can they go ellie holcomb at ellie holcomb on instagram and twitter facebook ellieholcomb.com for all my tour dates and any records or merchandise that you would want the book can be found on amazon.com and at every lifeway store and music is found on itunes and spotify under ellie holcomb you are a blessing to my family thing to me. I'm so grateful for you. And thanks again for having me today. Well, what do you think? I just love that interview with Ellie. I just love how she shared how her kids shaped so much of her music. And I have to say the songs are really catchy and really fun. So I know it's something that our family will be listening to for a while. I just appreciate Ellie and her heart so much. Now today's walk it out scripture is Psalms 96, 11 through 12. Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let the sea resound and all that is in it. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Let all the trees of the forest sing for joy. And I just love so much over and over again throughout scripture it talks about the nature around us sings and that we were created to do the same. And so I am not a professional singer or even close. I can't really carry a tune, but I love to sing in the shower. I love to sing with my kids. I love to sing along with Alexa in our kitchen as I'm making dinner because God deserves the worship. So even if we don't have the perfect voice, we can lift our voice and sing. And it's a beautiful example for our kids. Many of you know that my grandma lives with us. She's 89 years old. And many mornings I hear her in there in her room, which is right next to my room. And she is just singing her heart out. She's singing praises to God. Now she can't remember a lot of things. She can't remember what she had for lunch or even if she ate lunch, even if it was an hour before, but her soul, her heart sings thankfulness to God. 
So I encourage you to do the same. And in fact, I'm going to pray for you and Ellie. So dear Lord, I just thank you so much for Ellie. I thank you for this new music. I thank you that you speak truth through her with these songs, Lord. And I thank you for this book that will also inspire kids just to sing and realize that God has created them for worship and that they have a special song for our world. I pray that you'll bless her and her work. Also pray for um, our listeners today, even though we're going into a tough season, a, a rejoiceful season, but also a tough season with the busyness of the holidays, that even in the midst of these busy times that our souls will just turn to you and we will remember that you are the reason for Christmas, Lord. You are the reason that we have all that we have. We, you are the gift given to us and that we may not be overwhelmed with all that is happening um, but instead, our souls will rejoice and sing to you. So I pray for each listener day. I thank you. Well, friends, thank you for tuning in to Walk It Out. I am so thrilled that you are here, and I hope that you will have wonderful holidays. Um, I am blessed that I am surrounded by family, and sometimes it does get a little overwhelming, but I am blessed that I am surrounded by my family and that we are just having fun holidays together. Also, um, be sure to check out my sponsor, David C. Cook. They are the sponsor of this podcast and they have give so much to the world by sharing the good news of God. So have a wonderful week. Today's podcast was edited and produced by Author Media. Opening and closing music is from the song Wide Open Space by Life Worship, used with permission from Integrity Music. <laughs>